Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Era notte a Terzeu. It was very late at night. Afară. I was sitting outside on a rock. As Stan said, I showed him the rock when he came to my home. Acolo stam și mă făcut eu. And I was just thinking, what did I do? Să nu mă vadă I was crying so my family wouldn't see me. Am văzut că vine o spre mine. And all of a sudden I saw a light coming towards Când me. Am văzut lumina, am crezut că e o when I saw the light, I thought it was a car. În și în România, urmări cu mașina să mă Because in Romania and in Italy, they always try to run me over with cars. So I thought, they found me here too. Dar nu fost mașină, But it was not a car. Cucerit, the light surrounded me. Și voce, and out of the light I heard the same voice. It was the same angel. Dumitru, why are you so despaired? Why did you punish me so harshly? What did I do? Why couldn't you let me stay in prison? But my family would have had a home. I don't have a bed to let my head down on. Why was I brought here? Dimitri, I brought you to this country because this country will burn. So why did you bring me here to burn? Why didn't you let me die in jail in my own country? He said, Dimitri, be quiet. Get beside me. I don't know what the device was, but he pulled me beside him and he showed me all of California. Do you see what I've shown you? This is a Sodom and Gomorrah. Their sins have reached God and God has decided to punish them by fire. He came and showed me Las Vegas. This is a Sodom and Gomorrah and one day it will burn. He came and showed me New York. This is New York. This is a Sodom and Gomorrah. In one day it will burn. And then he showed me Florida. This is Florida. This is a Sodom and Gomorrah. And in one day it will burn. You've been listening to the Wake Up America message with Dimitri Dudeman. For a copy of this very important message, please go to our website at handofhelp.com. Never before in the history of our country has our nation been in more jeopardy than now. Please order a copy of the video Wake Up America at the handhelp.com website and get the warning out while we still have time. This is the Light of Truth radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. All right, welcome to the program, and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth radio broadcast. I am, as always, your humble host, Michael Boldia, and uh, it's good to be with you again. Another week has come and gone. Uh, More things are happening uh, globally, not just in the U.S., but since most of you likely live in the U.S., it's good to know what's going on in your country. Um, look, I, I, I've been talking about this for what, three, four, five years now. Uh, the 2016 election took them by surprise. They thought they had it in the bag. Uh, everything was ready. The fireworks were paid for. The champagne was being chilled. Uh, and, uh, they, they they thought they'd uh, cheated themselves over the hump, as it were. And uh, it was a shocker. It was something that discombobulated them, but only for a season. And now, uh, in preparation for uh, 2024, uh, they're not leaving anything to chance. Uh, it's, it's an all-out assault on uh, anyone that has a different opinion than what the main line uh, narrative is. And it doesn't have to be uh, a big one. You know, you, 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 you don't have to disagree about the earth being flat or the earth being round. Uh, just even small, minute divergences uh, will we'll get you deplatformed, will get you silenced, will get you fired, and everything else. Uh, I'm sure that you've all heard uh, that, that Fox News decided to shoot itself in the foot 
and then just to make sure it worked, shoot itself in the other foot. Uh, they, and that's another rabbit trail that we're probably going to go down today. Uh, power means more than money. To people who have money, power and influence mean more than cash. Because I don't care how you felt about him. I don't care what you thought about him. Tucker Carlson was the draw for Fox News. I know that some of you that are, you know, downing Metamucil and eating Insure for breakfast really like Sean Hannity. Uh, but for the 25 to 50-ish crowd, Tucker Carlson was the only reason people tuned into Fox News. And uh, the powers that be at Fox decided to uh, kill their golden goose, which uh, goes to tell you that these people are not concerned about dollar amounts. It's an all-or-nothing sort of scheme. They need to control the narrative because dumb people don't look into things. They just believe what they hear on the news. And this one guy, he was a thorn in the side of everybody, because while everyone was pointing to the right, he was going, but look on the left. Look what's happening over there. And they couldn't have that. Now, even after he was fired, even after he was let go, uh, it, it didn't end, because you have to realize that once you are deplatformed, once they quote-unquote let you go, and I'm waiting to see the fallout of this because uh, they waited to fire the man right after he renewed his contract with them. So technically, he's still under contract with Fox even though he was fired. And so he can't go off on his own. He can't be hired by another network. He can't start his own, I don't know, podcast or whatever because I think he's contractually obligated to uh, not do anything until his contract runs out there there's also non-complete non-compete clauses in every contract nowadays uh because we're talking about big money i'm i'm sitting here in wisconsin in a warehouse i'm not a big money talker but these people were talking tens of millions of dollars and so they they need to protect their investment and i'm assuming that there was a non-compete clause somewhere in there and if they do go to court over this non-compete clause, uh, American prophetic, they're going to drag it out for as long as humanly possible. They don't want this man to say anything. Because right now, I, I, I'm sorry to burst your bubble. I'm sorry to ruin your day. But Sean Hannity bought and paid for. All right? When, when your favorite guest is uh, Lindsay the Gentleman Graham, uh, eh, you know what, what, what side your toast is buttered on. I know, but he's worth so much money. He could tell the truth. Well, is there ever really enough money for these people? He's, what, a quarter billion dollars? Still not enough. Still towing the line. So the only one that was out of pocket, as the kids like to say, was Tucker Carlson. Whether you like him or you hate him, I don't care. The man diverged from the narrative. And he did it consistently enough, wherein they go, nope, we can't, we can't have this. We have to lay the groundwork for 2024, and even one voice that, that doesn't go along is one too many. Now, in case you thought all they did was fire him and that was it, uh, the other networks are now uh, massaging the story around the story. They've even come out and said that if you've ever watched – Tucker Carlson, or you've DVR'd him? I, I, I don't know what DVR is. I guess you record it off your TV. This is how backward these people are. You can go to YouTube and watch them. You don't have to DVR anything. But anyway, uh, you're, you're a white supremacist, just letting you know. So uh, white supremacists often DVR'd Tucker Carlson. So not only has he been silenced, he's been linked to white supremacists now. If you supported the man, if you listened to the man, if you had any sort of affinity to the way that he presented, the stories he presented, surprise, 
you're a white supremacist. Because that's... Look, those are the two things that they can clobber people with and people are dumb enough to defend them. So, no, I'm not. Shut up. Nobody's a white supremacist for watching Tucker Carlson. And you're not homophobic or transphobic for not wanting a man in a dress to go into the same bathroom as your eight-year-old daughter. That's their shield. That's the coverall, isn't it? If you don't support trans rights and if you don't support homosexual it's not even homosexual rights. Right now, you got pastors openly homosexual and people are still going to their churches. I know, shocker. Uh, but now this is, this is the battle. Because you need to mentally destroy the next generation. You need to confuse them to the point that they don't know whether they want to, you know, slit their pecker or slit their wrist. Because it takes away from the reality that this nation, once great, no longer is. It takes away from the reality that we are currently incapable of defending ourselves against one foe that has a better army than Iraq did back in Saddam's time. Never mind two on two different fronts. So anyway, yes, uh, MSNBC anchor uh, Nicole Wallace said that White supremacists often DVR'd Tucker Carlson. Uh, how exactly do you, do you come uh, to, to this information, madam? I, I know it's made up. Most of the stuff that's on the news right now is made up. The point is, nobody's pushing back. Like, oh, God, probably. I mean, he wears a tie and he's got a coat. Look at him. He's white. Look, they've made such a big deal over things that are so minute. I'm not saying there aren't some white supremacists in America. There's 400 million people in this country. But you could probably pack them all in in a 12 by 12 room. Just saying. So that's the new narrative is uh, not, not only does the man get deplatformed, uh, not only does he get fired, not only is his future in limbo because they might hold him to his contract to, to have a non-compete clause and not do anything for a couple years. Surprisingly, guess, guess till when? Till the next election cycle's over. I know. Isn't that fortuitous? And... Uh, Given that this happened to somebody that most people thought was untouchable, because he was the one bringing in the gravy for Fox News. Um, again, Sean Hannity and the other chick, eh. Uh, the only other one, and I'm sure that they're going to find a reason to release him too at some point, was Gutfeld. You know, sense of humor, you know, is subjective, I guess. But still, he sort of, you know, erred on the side of right. Not, not right politics, but just decency, human decency. When you see that, you know, a, a man in a women's bikini beats every other swimmer by minutes, claiming he's a woman, you're like, eh, you know, you, you probably shouldn't. I understand your average, is, average at best is a man. We get that. But still, you can't pretend to be a woman just because you want to be superior. Oh, by the way, did you hear? Ladies, look, and I told you this. Do do you understand how, how ironically hilarious it is that men in dresses are attempting to replace women? And, and as of yet, women are still, uh, reticent, pointing to them and going, hey, mister, leave those kids alone. They're still towing the line. (laughs) Maybelline, I know. You'd think to yourself, what does a cosmetics company have to do with women? Well, granted, they looked at Budweiser and they go, hey, you know, uh, 
you, you guys hired this individual pretending to be a woman. Your stock cratered. Your sales are in the dumpster. But your 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 product was uh, you know uh, consumed by both men and women. As a makeup company, we're gonna spit in women's faces. We're gonna tell them they're worthless. We're gonna say, hey. We know there's plenty of beautiful women in the world that could be a spokesperson for our makeup line. Maybe it's Maybelline. But guess what? We decided to go a different way. So now Maybelline has partnered with uh, the Grim Reaper of uh, businesses. The same person that, that caused, uh, you know... Budweiser to tank. Dylan Mulvaney is uh, now a spokesperson for Maybelline Cosmetics. And uh, the the big joke uh, in uh, the interwebs is uh, maybe he's born with it. Get it? Get it? I know, ladies. Who'd have sunk it? Men in dresses taking jobs from, you know, biological females. I'm not going to go down. See, it's tempting. I could say that, look, apparently men can do a better job at everything, but I'm not going to because y'all are going to be angry with me. Look, Dylan Mulvaney is so sane that he's hoping to give birth one day. And nobody goes, hey, buddy. You do not have the equipment. Sorry, you cannot give the birth. Everybody's like, oh, he's so brave. He's so brave. Have you seen pictures of this kid while tap dancing when he, he was like uh, late teens? Nobody would have hired him to, to, to clean the deep fryer at McDonald's. And now he's got contracts with Maybelline. Maybelline. Exclusively female products. So, uh, ladies, I, if that doesn't rub you the wrong way, I don't know what to tell you. Welcome. You deserve this. You've earned this. This is what you wanted. Don't cry. Perhaps Visine will get into the mix for the red eyes. And they'll also uh, have uh, Mr. Mulvaney as their spokesperson. Once you're done crying that women can't get jobs because men are filling the positions, use some Visine. Wash out that Maybelline. (sighs) So, yes, apparently nobody's learned anything from the Bud Light fiasco. Why would they? Look, the only remedy to this nonsense is to make them broke. Once you file Chapter 11... You'll learn your lesson. And Budweiser tried. They fired the lady that approved this and all this other stuff, but too little, too late. And it's only going to get worse because uh, the powers that be will continue to push a narrative. They're not satisfied with how far they've destroyed the country, they want to destroy it completely. And any voice that stood in opposition or stands in opposition is being dealt with. Now, our favorite illiterate bartender, who somehow is a uh, representative in the U.S. government, Madam uh, Alessandria Ocasio-Cortez came out and said, deplatforming works, and it's important. I don't like what you're saying, so you have to go away. Now, it's it's one small step from deplatforming to putting in prison. I know you're thinking to yourself, that could never happen. Want to bet? Because in order for a lie to 
maintain itself once it is spoken, the truth can never counter it. So they need to do away with anyone that's willing to stand and speak the truth. They need to silence anyone and everyone that's willing to speak the truth. So you're going to have thought police at some point. This program's not long for life. I'm, I'm assuming that even the new platform's going to go, okay, that's too much. We're getting heat and you're not important enough. So, you know, I'm going to be sending out cassette tapes. You sign up to uh, the cassette tape mailing list, and I'll be putting TDKs in the mail for you. That's about the only thing that you can do to circumvent what these people are trying to do. And at some point, they're going to figure out where the TDKs are coming from. And they'll come knock on your door. And at first, they'll be nice about it. Hey, you're disruptive. Please stop. And when you don't, because you still have a backbone and a spine and you still have, I don't know, you know, a standard that you live by, principles you live by, then uh, the next time they come knocking, it won't be so nice. Look, you have to understand that when you give these people power, they will do everything they can in order to maintain it. They do not want to surrender, period. They do not want to give up power, and they know that, look, I, I, I'm, how do I put this nicely? You've seen the current president of these United States. You've seen how he bumbles about worse than your uncle who got kicked in the head by a horse and has to wear a diaper. Tell me how he's going to do in a debate with anybody, including a cactus. They're seeding the soil. They have to make preparations for the next election cycle because they know he's not going to be able to carry it over the finish line. And Kamala Harris, what, she's waiting in the wings? She's going to be president? She's less popular than chlamydia. You're telling me she's going to carry the vote? So they have to do this now in preparation because 2016 stung. It threw a wrench into their plans, and they're not about to do it again. Now, back to uh, Madam Alessandria Ocasio-Cortez. By the way, people of New York, you deserve it. Look, I have no mercy or empathy for any region, any state, any city, any county that votes these people into power. Only concern is that these people, once it gets bad enough, migrate to states that are still reasonable, but their voting pattern is the same as it was when they left the state that became unlivable. Let that sink in. It's like having a nice house, and then you start defecating in the corners. Nobody cleans it up. It piles up, and rather than do anything about it, you just move to another house. And you think to yourself, this is a nice house. Look, it smells fresh. Mm -mm, It smells like Febreze. That is the sign of freshness. And then you start defecating in the corners all over again. That's what people are doing. They're fleeing places like New York, like Illinois, like California. They're migrating to places like Tennessee, like Florida, like Texas. But their voting pattern remains the same. They still vote for incompetence. They still vote for people whose only claim to fame is that they're either non-binary or that they have a peg leg or that they're homosexual. Thank you, Pete Buttigieg. Transportation, thumbs up. You should probably run for president, Petey. So, I know, you're thinking to yourself, how much coffee has he had? Actually, I'm holding a cup, black and smelling of tar. Uh, 
allow me to take a sip and we'll continue with what uh, Madam Alessandria Ocasio-Cortez said. And again, if it could happen to a guy like Tucker Carlson, nobody's safe. Let me just throw that out there. If it could happen to him, because he, he was, I mean, he was a golden goose. People signed up to, to, to Fox's online version just to get his, uh, you know, what, whatever he had, his, his one-hour in-depth interviews and stuff. This guy was a heavy. And somehow got, got, somebody got to, to Rupert Murdoch and his ilk and said, look, it's going to hurt for a minute, but if we retain power, we'll get you on the back end. So I'm assuming either somebody, quote unquote, yes, I did the air fingers, uh, comes in and offers to buy Fox News for way more than it's worth, or uh, there's a nice subsidy, uh, you know, of course, taxpayer money, that's going to be going Fox's way at some point. Now, back to, because you have to hear this, Representative Alejandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, a representative of the U.S. government, cheered the, the deplatforming of conservative media figure Tucker Carlson saying that deplatforming works and it is important. What happened to differences of opinion? That's not allowed anymore, is it? Nobody's allowed to cry the emperor has no clothes anymore because they get bludgeoned. They get silent. And these were her exact words. The platforming works and it is important, and there you go. Good things can happen, she said in a video on her Instagram account. There you go. Good things can happen. Good for whom? That's the question nobody seems to have asked. Good for whom? Because this was a message. It was a message to anyone of any sort of influence in the media. Toe the line or else. Get on there and with a straight face say that Mr. Robinette Biden is the best, smartest, most competent, most eloquent president this nation has ever seen. Insist that 87 million people can't be wrong and that he will take the nation. I mean, you know what? The first four years were bad because he had to fix everything Trump broke. But now, whoo doggy, we're about to step onto the gravy train with biscuit wheels, kids. I promise you. This is what's going to happen. And it's not just going to be CNN or MSNBC. Fox is going to go along with it, too. Because Fox showed its true colors back in 2020. I know you are still holding out hope that somewhere, somehow, there may be a respite. There isn't. In order for their plan to work, they need complete control. They need there to be no access to dissenting voices. Because in the back of people's minds, if all they hear is one thing, then they make the connection that, hey, it's a consensus. Everybody can't be wrong. Joe Biden, he he doesn't have any mental deficiencies. Look, everybody's saying it. The man's sharp as a scalpel. And when consensus is created in a nation, and yes, it's an illusory consensus, it's fake, but they just need it to hold until after the elections. They just need the illusion to hold 
until after they've done what they need to do in order to confirm that 497 million Americans came out and voted for Joe Biden. They looked at their bank accounts being depleted. They look at their savings being gone. They look at their investments being in the toilet. They look at their retirement being uncertain. They looked at the fact that everything has exploded in price, and they said, you know what? More of this. 497 million votes later, Joe Biden, aided by Hunter and Dr. Jill, places his limp hand on a Bible and says, I'm And there you go, four more years. Congratulations. That's how it happens. Look, these people are trying to form consensus. They're trying to make everyone who disagrees with the trajectory the nation is headed in thinks that they're alone, that there may be something they missed. Because all these people can't be wrong. It's a magic trick, and it's working. And anybody that had the spine to go, uh, yeah, that's not true, they're getting butchered. They're getting done away with. And so they're, they're, they're trying to keep this thing together with, with scotch tape and spittle. And the question, the only question that... that remains to be asked is whether they'll succeed until the next election cycle because there are things happening in the world that clash with the narrative remember that whole oh we're strong we're oh by the way what was it first republic bank uh kind of got its teeth kicked in. I'm 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 still uh, I, I'm still uh, I'm still looking at Schwab, but First Republic was already on on one leg. It was a one-legged chair that was tipping, uh, and, and they're still trying to to you know pump a little life into it. Eventually, they're going to run out. So either the the presses start printing again to uh, bail out, you know. The banks, again, or uh, the domino effects will keep going kerplunk, kerplunk. Argentina, children, struck a deal with Beijing on Wednesday to stop using U.S. dollars to pay for Chinese imports and embrace the yuan instead. The measure driven by Argentina's leftist president, Alberto Fernandez, is designed to relieve the South American country's dwindling dollar reserves, the AP reports. The AP is part of the narrative because the AP doesn't want anyone to know that there's a lot of nations making backdoor deals to cut the U.S. dollar out of the loop. We've been talking about this, again, for quite a bit. Remember me mentioning the BRICS nations back way when? Yeah, they're, 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 they're coming into the news cycle more and more. Granted, not as much as they should, given their importance, but, and, and I'm sure that memos are being sent out, stop talking about this, you're going to have another bank run. People will no longer have faith in the U.S. federal government. What will happen then? Well, you'll see. It's not going to be very pretty. So, the deal further enhances China's rise on the world stage and the diminished role of the U.S. on a host of fronts under Presidente Jose Biden. After reaching the agreement with various companies, Argentina will use the yuan for imports from China 
uh, worth about $1 billion from next month, accelerating trade with China as Beijing seeks to gain a further foothold in South America. In November last year, Argentina expanded a currency swap with China by $5 billion in an effort to increase its Juan reserves. The agreement allowed Argentina to work on the possibility of advancing the rate of imports with Juan-denominated import orders being authorized in 90 days rather than the standard 180 days. So, and again, I am I, very, very sorry to burst the bubble because uh, this is, this is the, the, the narrative, okay? This is, this is the narrative that's going around. China can't make a move on Taiwan because it would upset the administration in the U.S. and China needs the U.S. and its dollars in order to continue to exist. I know. The other possibility is that China's making backdoor deals with every other nation to compensate for the loss of the U.S. currency that they would have gotten from their exports once they begin uh, to implement their plans on Taiwan. I, it, it, I, could, could you imagine something like that? It would disappoint Joe Biden. I mean, you know, the fearless leader wouldn't take it. Yeah. Oh, Lord. People, they're doing everything they can to cut out the U.S. dollar and cement business relations with other nations to compensate for the loss of the dollars that they will incur once they tap Taiwan. By the same token, the Chinese hold a lot of U.S. debt. They hold a lot of U.S. dollars. And American prophetic, once you see the Chinese start dumping the U.S. debt onto the market, you know it's close. They're going to play nice until they don't have to play nice. They're going to do what they have to to stall until they don't have to stall anymore. And right now, the, uh, the, the U.S. administration is just keeping their fingers crossed going, one more week, one more month, come on, come on, because they need to get over that finish line again. They haven't finished implementing their plans. And so anyone they deem a danger to the narrative, they do away with. And... I, I, I'm not easily swayed, but if I was a guy in my 70s, like, like Donald Trump, and I had all this stuff thrown at him every single day, I'd, chances are good that I'd just throw my hands in there and go, nope, I'm done. And he hasn't, and, and, and it irks them. It sticks in their crop. Again, I don't care how you feel about the man. He's tenacious. They, they need there to be no opposition. They need there to be no dissenting voices. They need their voices to be the only voices in the entire nation so that they can drag this corpse across the finish line again. And they also need to, A, start a war. They're, they're, they're hoping it's not China. They'd prefer it be with Russia, not understanding that eh, nuclear plowers are not, not things you want to go to war with. But they, don't, they can't have it get out of hand until the next election cycle. They, they can't seem as incompetent as they are is the best way I can put it. So that's what's happening in the nation. By the way, the GDP, uh, they, they were hoping for two point something. It's uh, 1.1 in the first quarter. The, the, the gross domestic product economic growth, it missed, it, it missed expectations by almost 50%. Just, you know, 
another one of those things that make you go, hmm, if the economy really was roaring back, I know, I know. So, uh, fear not, the U.S. isn't the only nation that uh, is, is on the decline. I'm going to take another sip of coffee. I found this hilarious because the same people that implemented the policies that led to this are now telling people you just need to accept being poorer. This is, this is a central banker in England. So I'm going to read this because I found it. Uh, but again, you, you guys already know my sense of humor. If you don't, ha-ha. Uh, you know, you should you should probably go listen to Sean Hannity. Uh, you know, he's he's more your speed. I'm gonna be a realist with you. If I find it funny, I'm gonna tell you. I found this hilarious because the same people who brought England to the brink of bankruptcy at this point, where inflation is just insane, the same people who told everyone that it's transitory, it's gonna come and go, and you're like, who? That was a bad bout of diarrhea. Guess what? Now they're saying it's sticky. So the public should just accept that they're worse off than they were a year ago amid rampant inflation, an ivory tower Bank of England boss said this week. Indeed. Hugh Pill. What a name. What a name. Hugh Pill. The chief economist for the UK Central Bank said that people should not seek salary increases to cope with the soaring inflation, which the Bank of England predicted would be a temporary phenomenon in August of 2021. Uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Peel? Hello, Mr. Peel. It's uh, almost May of 2023. Please define temporary. So this guy goes, you know what? Even though everything is outside of your price range, you shouldn't ask for a raise. Okay? Even though we told you that this was going to pass, it was transitory, never mind that. Just shut up and take it. (sighs) In a let-them-eat-cake moment, pill who reportedly earns a salary of 190000 a year, which is pounds. It does, right now, they're, they're basically equal to the dollar, so it's one hundred ninety grand a year, said that rather than demanding pay increases commensurate with the rise of cost of living, the central bankers said that people should just accept that they're worse off. Condemning the reluctance of families to come to grips with the impacts of inflation on their way of life. Remember when we talked about the Venezuela diet? I do. It's been, what, two, two and a half years, where the average Venezuelan lost like an average of 18 pounds a year because uh, no mas comida, as they would say in California. That means no more food. Uh, so now, basically, this man is telling English families to do the same. Eat less. Come to terms with it. Accept that you're worse off. Now, I, I hate to be the stick in the mud, but it's probably a good idea to ask, who made us worse off? Who brought us to this place? What actions did, oh, I don't know, economists, bankers, and politicians undertake to make people be worse off? Hmm? I know. We don't want, no, that's not a question we want to ask. Because Mr. Pill would have to hire bodyguards. The central banker argued that if people continue to ask for pay hikes, it will have a ripple impact of increasing prices across the board. If the cost of what you're buying has gone up compared to what you're selling, you're going to be worse off, Pill said in comments reported by The Times. So somehow, in the UK, 
Someone needs to accept that they're worse off and stop trying to maintain their real spending power by bidding up prices, whether through higher wages or passing energy costs on to the customer. So this is the solution now that they've cratered the global economy. Shut up and take it. You're not allowed to complain. You're not allowed to ask for a raise. You're not allowed to wonder why your kids are starving. Just shut up and take it. There was a time when uh, certain political leaders had the same mindset as this man. There was a moment, I believe, uh, in France where uh, the term let them eat cake was uh, resoundly verbalized by the aristocracy at a moment in time when the average citizen had had enough. At a moment in time when it didn't take much to set off a spark. We're not there yet, but we're getting close. You've got protests in France. You've got protests in Germany. Uh, and, and they're going to spread throughout Europe. I think, I think Spain is probably next. Italy is going to have issues. Because things have gotten tight. They're not going to get tight. They've gotten tight. And the people running these places don't understand that the human being is very unpredictable when forced to watch their kids go without because someone in power decided this was the way they should go. And it's not going to be isolated to just Europe. Give it a minute. What was it? Target stores now in, in, in San Francisco locked up absolutely everything in the store. Everything's behind locked glass because they couldn't handle the losses from theft anymore. So if you want to go buy a box of Kleenex, somebody has to walk you and unlock the glass partition for you to get your box of Kleenex. Huh? Now, on a different front, because people are still reticent to call mental illness mental illness. I said it some time ago, the moment we should have just absolutely been done away with any sort of embracing tolerance, acceptance, whatever, is when you saw that one dude in a GameStop yelling at a kid, it's ma'am, it's ma'am. At that moment, you should have pulled the emergency brake and gone, nope, we're not going down this road because it's scary. Now, I know, you, but that was just one example. No, the examples have been multiple, including mass shooters. Now, a school teacher, drag mom, quote unquote, yes, I did the air quotes, has just been sentenced to 11 months in jail for child pornography. I know, who'd have thunk it? Kelsey Meta Boren, a public school teacher and self described drag mom, was just sentenced to a mere 11 months in jail after pleading guilty and being convicted of 11 counts of felony child sex abuse related to uploading child pornography online. They just want to be accepted. They just like, it's not a mental issue. It's, it's, they were just born in the wrong body. Why don't you understand? Drag mom refers to an older drag queen who mentors younger performers. Allegedly, Meta Boren served in this role for an 11-year-old drag queen named Vanellope McPherson DuPont, 
Mm-mm. Following the arrest, the young boy's family denied that Meta Boren was his drag mom, distancing themselves by saying that the child only met Meta Boren maybe four or five times. Well, yeah, uh-huh. They were perfectly fine with it when they thought their kid was going to get famous and, I don't know, have a contract with Louboutin or Chanel for shoes. Because, I mean, if Maybelline's hiring guys in dresses, why wouldn't Louboutin? I know you're thinking, to, how do you know about Louboutin? Because I know a lot about a lot. That's all you need to know. I am a fount of information. <sighs> the family said Metaborn was not a family friend, nor was she ever a mentor for V in the drag world. Whether or not they put their abused and confused child in sustained care and mentorship of this predatory pervert is immaterial, as it's evident that this degenerate family supports their son's delusions that he is a girl and is perfectly willing to parade him in front of adults. I, and some of you are, are shutting off your ears. I don't want to hear about this. Do you understand the thousands of percent that this thing has grown within the last 10 years. It used to be something on, on, on the verge. It used to be something on, you know, the outskirts of society. Now, if you have three kids and one of them isn't dragged, you're behind the times. Tragically, the boy and Metaborn were scheduled to perform drag shows together. Prior to the arrest, the two were advertised to perform in an underage drag show in a bar in Eugene, Oregon, called Old Nick's. The bar is a den of the most degenerate types of perversion known to man and is openly satanic. A cursory glance at their upcoming schedule reveals debauched events such as fetish night, pagan pub moot, drag bingo, complete with children's cartoon characters in the advertisement, and the Traveling Vampire Show. The arrest, along with news of a child drag queen performing at the bar, spurred protests outside Old Nick's, which ultimately led to the kid not performing. So even after this perv was arrested for child pornography, the parents were still, you know, it's a couple bucks. Until normal folk went, yeah, this, this, no, 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 no. We can't, we can't have this. And this is what needs to happen over and over again. People need to stand up over and over again. Not just a one-time deal. Because guess what? Next month, they're probably going to advertise more drag kids. Get back out there. Do the same thing. Unsurprisingly, a host of counter-protesters joined the fray arguing for the virtue and goodness of the 11-year-old performing drag, which is particularly perverse and a particularly perverse hill to die on. Unsurprisingly, Old Nicks condemned the protests as bigotry. Yes, because if you don't approve of children being used and sexualized for the pleasure of old perverts, you're just a bigot. This is where we are, kids. I know, I, see, I'm, I'm hearing less and less from the rising Phoenix crowd. Apparently, uh, they've gone radio silent. Because I used to get, you know, an email too every other week. Brother, you know what? This is just a hiccup. The rising Phoenix, brother, look, look to the sky. And, you know, if it's flying overhead and you look up and it happens to poop, You'll get poop in your eye. I don't know. I'm just saying. Just stop. Look. Culture is degenerate. The church is doing nothing to combat it. The people in leadership, they're living the high life. Another Hillsong pastor expensed over 20 grand a month just for food and hotels. 20 grand a month. 
wasn't coming out of his pocket. It was on the church's expense card. This man bought a two million dollar, one point eight five million dollar house. Because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to. How do you, as a pastor, how do you afford a two million dollar house in Newport Beach? It was two point eight million in Australian, so average up two million, one point eight U.S., two point seven Australian, as though it were nothing. Do you understand why these people are turning a blind eye? Do you understand why nobody's speaking up about this? Why everyone's pretending as though nothing's wrong with the American church? They're still getting paid and they don't care. They've sold their souls whether or not whether or not they did it, you know, by by taking an oath or not. Their silence should tell you everything. Don't rock the boat. Life's too good. Say nothing. Keep your head down. Keep cashing the checks. Keep expensing 20 grand a month for food and stuff. Because we've seen what happens to people when they say something. We've seen what happens to people when they speak up. So I guess that's going to be the choice that you have to make. Whether to speak up or remain silent and accept the status quo. Now, I guess there's also a third option, which is... uh, Charles Stanley's grandson uh, selling his grandfather's items on eBay. Oh, man, come on. Yes. Woo, Phoenix. All right. We've come to the end of this hour. Uh, It's it's almost that time. So uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us. I wish I had better news, but I don't. So, hopefully we'll see you next week. If you tune out, God bless you anyway. Gino, if you've got anything to say, is yours. Thank you, Mike. I just want to encourage people uh, to go to handtohelp.com. And Mike does a blog. You might not know that. You may know that. Uh, it's a good blog. It's very, uh, each day, pretty much putting out messages where we're at in our country, uh, where the church is at, etc. And um, it's important to know what's going on because we're at war with the enemy. We're at war in our cities with the political realm, judicial realm, you name it. And it's all kind of crumbling. And uh, you don't get that perspective biblical perspective really is accurately in a lot of circles today anymore in our country, you know. It's one thing to surmise or guess or kind of think this or that's going on, but we've been saying for many, many years, based on the Word of God, that America would have judgment, and we're surely at the door of a lot of this happening. And we have Bible verses to back it up. So I urge you to go and check the books out as well, Through the Fire Without Burning. And that already believer, Mike has books out. He has uh, Dreams and Visions book. Dimitri has one out, prayer books. And they're important because, you know, we've really as a ministry try to encourage people with a good, holy, strong walk with God. And prayer, fasting, seeking the Lord is all part of that. The other thing is, if you want to email the ministry, you can send us an email at handofhelpoffice.com if you have questions for Mike. Uh, that would be good. And also there's music on our website. Um, I write a lot. Uh, a music that 
not only lifts Jesus up, but points people to the Lord. I'm not doing it to write the next hit song or be the, you know, the leading story on worship leader or whatever magazines out there. Because if you really honor God in what you do, the attention will go to the Lord. So I'm not work, looking at all in my writing or music to do anything, but show someone Jesus. So there are ni- nice albums on there, nice songs, uh, but the cross, the blood, and, and those things that are important as a Christian. Finally, we want to keep, you know, warning, blowing a trumpet. And so check out the Dreams and Visions on the website. Thank you for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. They are all-